Welcome to the James O'Leary Show. I'm your host, James O'Leary. Today, we will be talking about the newly released MacBook Pro, M1 Pro, and M1 Max chips. Apple is putting a $2,000 price tag on this at its minimum. Okay, that's not even going to the M1 Pro chip. Okay, so is this really worth it? Find out today on the James O'Leary Show. Thank you so much for listening in to today's episode of The James O'Leary Show. Really quickly, before we get into it, could you hit that follow or subscribe button, give me a like or a five-star rating, and leave a comment. I will try and answer any and all questions you have, as well as respond to just any comments. So, you know, if you say just, you know, you know, I like the show, would you, you know, consider doing this in a show, I will take that into consideration, because as you know, I do research for you to make sure that you are in the know for the tech world. Because the tech world can be a mess sometimes, let's face it, okay? It's not the best, it's not the easiest to figure out, uh, but I am here researching and giving you the fast and straight facts. So let's jump in right now. So I'm, I'm gonna start out with the, with the chip, because this is super exciting, okay? Apple may or may not have depending on your view, eliminated the need for any kind of desktop with this laptop. It is amazing, okay? I mean, the fact is, is the MacBook Pro 14 and uh, 16-inch screens can go up to 8 terabytes of storage, okay? Most computers have, you know, most, you know, generally Windows computers have about, one to two terabytes of storage, and that's about it. I mean, when once you start getting into Alienware and the more expensive ones that run you upwards of two thousand dollars, you start you start seeing a lot. But this is in one laptop; they're doing eight terabytes of storage. That's like more than a lot of desktops have, frankly. And with these new chips, it's really amazing. So, Apple, according to Apple, the M1 Pro is two times faster than the M1 chip, and the M1 Max is four times faster, okay? So we're looking right now, at, to, to get this equation straight, when I'm talking about these chips, think respectively that the M1 Pro is about half the power of the M1 Max, which the M1 Pro itself, it sounds like, really can handle it well, because I, I know people who have had their MacBook Pros from, like, 2015, uh, little, I think, it, yeah, I think it was around 2015 that they were they were putting M1 chips into it, and they still like it. it. It's still a good computer. But now you've got the M1 Pro, which is two times as good, and the M1 Max, which is four times as good. So I mean, that that's pretty insane. I'm not gonna lie, like the fact that Apple just took that and like upgraded it so much, that is a big jump. And the MacBook Pro, uh, I believe, was still like two thousand dollars. So the fact that they've taken the power, doubled slash quadrupled it, and left it at virtually the same price which with an upgrade for the quadrupled power is, is pretty amazing. The M1 uh, Pro is, is the, uh, the M1 Pro and Max are the first system on a chips architecture for Apple, uh, for, the, for the Pro systems, obviously. I, now, by the way, I'm sourcing this off of Apple.com, so I'm doing my best to leave all their opinions out of it, but I don't want to get anything wrong also because I want to provide you with the best information possible. Another thing that makes these chips super powerful is the fact that they can support, or the M1 Max chip at least, can support up to 64 gigabytes of unified memory. Now, 
RAM is exceptionally important when you're running games, when you're really doing anything, when you're editing movies. I mean, this this is this laptop is advertised to edit professional Hollywood grade movies. I mean, as a matter of fact, when you're choosing your options, you can choose to have Final Cut Pro pre-installed. Now, I pulled up the pricings on Apple.com just to give you a an idea of what this would cost you. If you wanted to go maxed out the features, 64 gigabytes of memory, you're getting the M1 Max chip, and it's 8 terabytes, 8 terabytes of SSD storage, it would cost you just over $6,000. Now, you're going to be like, whoa, my gosh. I mean, that, that just blew you out of the water, I'm sure, okay? And that is a lot of money. That You are correct about that. But you want to look at a couple of things. First of all, all the features that this is coming with. I'm just talking about the internal structures right now, and this is where I'm kind of going to open up right now and talk about the actual device itself. It comes with a 16-inch Liquid Retina XDR display. Liquid Retina, in, in and of itself, is very nice. And XDR, developed by Apple, it, it really performs well. It is a nice-looking screen. It's really quite beautiful, and you you can't re- you cannot get this on an Alienware laptop. And while you can get the uh, Dell equivalent of that, I I am comparing this to Alienware because you know they they would be considered the leading Windows gaming uh, heavy heavy uh, I guess heavy software uh, laptop brand. And really, I mean, I know someone who has paid four thousand dollars to get 64 gigabytes of memory and 2 terabytes of storage. And to give you an idea, with the 2 terabytes of storage on the MacBook Pro with the M1 Max chip, which you, once again, can't get on Alienware, it's $4,299, and he is not getting the Liquid XDR Retina display. So really, this is not that insane of a price for a laptop. If you're wanting to go, you know, slightly less with the uh, the uh, the MacBook, uh, or the, sorry, the M1 Pro chip you can get um you can uh choose a 10 core G- cpu 16 core gpu and 16 gigabytes of unified memory and one terabyte of ssd storage for two thousand six hundred and ninety nine dollars which it, it, uh, and this is on the 16 inch macbook pro so also remember that you, this is a bigger screen than most uh the most really uh, like i said um, Windows systems are going to give you, and it's still a beautiful screen, it's still going to give you that liquid retina display, which is, you know, beautiful. And while this isn't as fitted out as the M1 Max, with the, the M1 Max has the 32-core GPU with 32 gigabytes of unified memory, while the M1 Pro only has the 16-core GPU and 16 gigabytes of unified memory in and of itself, it, it's really giving you a nice thing for... A not too hefty price if you're really looking to do something that's going to get you through your work life to give you really high quality movie editing. I mean, I know a lot of fan films out there. I mean, please. I mean, I'm a nerd. Okay, seriously. I, I, I run a podcast talking about this kind of stuff. I'm I'm a nerd. So, I you know, I watch all kinds of fan films, stuff like that. And I know you need something that's going to clock quickly, that's going to give you the stuff that you need. So, really, this is great. Now, I'd like to move into the features of the, of this thing. They have gotten rid of the touch bar, which makes me... Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about them getting rid of the touch bar. Now, obviously, for those of you who know, the touch bar was basically a secondary mini tiny screen at the top of the keyboard in the, uh, in the Apple MacBook Pro. 
And while many people found it useless, I mean, I kind of, I kind of did. I'm gonna, not gonna lie. It was kind of a nice feature and something that really set Apple apart. Like, that's something that you can look at that and it looks cooler than like an Alienware. Now, I maybe I'm, you know, just. Maybe I'm, I'm like, I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to state a preference towards either of the brands, because I think Alienware is actually quite a good brand uh, when it comes to it, although a little bit overpriced and a lot of, you know, a lot of significant problems on it in certain situations. Uh, I definitely think that uh, the, the touch bar really set it aside. And so the fact that they got rid of it makes me unhappy, but the fact that they're bringing in these awesome upgraded chips it, I think it makes up for it because in, in the end, when you're getting rid of a fairly useless touch screen at the top of your keyboard versus making the internals of your computer like 10 million times better, which it's, it's not actually, it's like two times better for the M1 Pro, which I mean, still two times better is a huge improvement. Most computer companies do not do that. You know, Apple did that in, you know, what, you know, five, six years. It takes most computer companies to like 10 years to really upgrade that. I mean, if you look at Intel, they slowly upgrade their, they slowly upgrade their chips. Like it's a big deal when Intel releases a new chip and usually their new chips are like, mm, I mean, kind of because they make so many different versions. I mean, they make like, you know, and AMD it does the same thing. I mean, right now I'm recording on an AMD Ryzen 7 5 thousand series but then there's like the amd ryzen 7 like i think that there's a 3000 series and, and 7000 series so you really i mean they they release all types of chips while apple is really great about just releasing one type of chip that you can customize based on your needs i like that um i do like that they are now building in the thunderbolt 4 ports uh three of them come on the 16 inch i believe three of them also yeah Three uh, Thunderbolt 4 ports come on the 14-inch and 16-inch. Uh, as far as the 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro, I mean, you're definitely looking at that's going to be the most basic one. And that costs you about $1,299 if you're going for just the 8-core CPU, 8-core GPU, and 256 gigabytes of storage. And about $1,499 for the same uh, core amount of cores in both the CPU and GPU and uh but 512 uh, gigabyte ssd storage so that that's about my wrap on it because i really don't think there's a lot to talk about a lot you know a lot more to talk about a lot of the features are staying similar uh there's i mean with the 13 inches important to keep in mind that you still have a uh, retina display uh you do not have the thing on the 14 inch with the um with the uh, Liquid Retina XDR display or the 16-core neural engine, you only have a, what is it, a uh, M1 chip. With, it's a 16-core uh, neural engine, so you do get that, actually. Um, yeah, you still have the touch bar, touch ID, and force touch tracking, and you get two Thunderbolt uh, uh, USB 4 ports on uh, the M1, or on the 13-inch uh, versus getting the uh the hdmi port sdxc card slot magsafe 3 port on the 14 inch and the same on the 16 inch and that's the end of the episode thank you so much for listening in to today's episode of the james o'leary show if you liked it 
please subscribe. Please leave a comment. Please like. I know I asked it at the beginning. I'm going to ask it at the end because you, I know, are awesome and you can do this. Thank you so much again. I apologize for my, uh, what was it, like two-month disappearance off the face of the earth. Uh, I, once again, I, I've got to say it. I've been super busy, but I am... I'm gonna make this say this again. I am doing my best to get back on a scheduled uh, recording uh, type thing as well as the fact that in case you didn't notice my voice uh, might sound better this episode because I am now using a new microphone. Yes, that is right. I have upgraded my equipment uh, and I'm going to continue to upgrade, especially since I'm recording this on Black Friday. So I'm going to continue to upgrade my equipment. Uh, I hope you listen in again to the episode. Thank you so much and have a great week.